poked him in the eye by accident when I was um, sleeping the other day and he stayed asleep. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> What's, What's up, up witches? witches? Hi, I'm Claudia. And I'm Jess. And welcome to True, True Crime, Crime Coven. Coven. Hello, Claudia. How are you? I'm okay. Um, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I set my alarm for 10 a.m. and then I woke up at 3 p.m. <laughs> Wonderful. But I went to bed <laughs> at 7 a.m. Okay. Were you doing a night shift? No, no. I've, um, I'm, so I, I was unwell last week. I had to call in sick to work. Um, I got oh, a chest okay. infection. And then um, I'm now on annual leave. So I'm fully in my normal nocturnal era as I that's my natural sleep phase fair enough fair enough um Aiden went out last night so you know when you just can't sleep as well because your partner's not back yet and you're just waiting for them to come home and disturb you yeah that but also I do sleep better when he's not there because I like to starfish (laughs) yeah like if I know he's not coming home then I sleep better but if I know like if I starfish, I know he's going to come home and wake me up. Yeah, And that's I don't true. sleep as well. So, ghost stories? Yep, ghost stories slash cryptid week. Eee. Eee. And I think I think I need it because um, after, uh, obviously this week that we're recording, mm. we put out our episode about um, the prejudice towards the trans community. Yeah. And then I was on Twitter and I saw lots of prejudice towards the trans community. Not... In reply to us. No. In reply to um, Stacey Dooley doing a documentary. Oh, um, okay. And, like, I, I found a really good way to combat it. You just reply to them, like, when they're like, oh, this agenda. I just reply to them, like, what agenda is that? <laughs> and they're like, and one of them was like, do you really have to ask? And I was like, I'm just asking what agenda you think it is. Yeah. And then they don't reply because they realise there's no there's way no to agenda. reply and not sound yeah. like an awful human. And yeah. someone's like, their kids should get taken away. It was about, like, a mum and dad who had both um, transitioned. And they're like, their kids should get taken away. I was like, why? why? Are they abusing them? Are the kids not looked after? Not safe? Not fed? And then they just don't reply because it's like, oh, no, you just want the kids to get taken away because you're a bigot. Cool. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Also, <laughs> not being funny, I can imagine a transgender couple raising a more well-rounded child because of the struggles yeah. that they've had to go through as the parents. I mean, my friends um, are a lesbian couple raising a beautiful little girl and mm. she's one of the happiest, healthiest kids I've ever seen. And she's going to grow up with such an amazing view of the world. My manager at work, she is on mat leave currently at the minute. And her and her wife have just had a little boy. And yeah, I and remember, he's going to grow up. Like, yeah, I remember she said to me, she went, how are two women supposed to raise a little boy? And I said, Emma, probably how? really well. I was like, Emma, however you want, he's your child. And also he's going <laughs> to grow up really respecting women. Yeah. Probably not fetishizing that fetishizing lesbians and lesbian sorry yeah. you probably hear peach no lilith in the background rustling i uh, will get that in a minute <laughs> not her the bag that she's rustling in it is a play bag it's not like a, a plastic, a plastic bag, bag, bag on the floor. Yeah. um yeah but they're gonna go up not fetishize fetishizing lesbians and women you know yeah just because they have women. a better understanding of it and they're probably gonna really respect women like yeah. and i'm not saying that a, a straight couple can't do oh. the same but you know yeah like as long as a kid is well looked after that's the main thing yeah oh my god i'm gonna stop these two ferrets from playing in the garfield bag i'm gonna have a sip of water (laughs) before we start 
<laughs> Moving swiftly on. Um, Swift. Ghost stories this week. We. Oui. Are you excited? I'm always excited for ghost stories because we get to, um, like, as I was saying, I'm quite excited because I, I feel like we get to decompress in these weeps. Weeps. Weeks. It's yeah. not as heavy. Hopefully yeah, yeah, there's no yeah. weeping. Um, yeah, it tends not to be as heavy. Um, yeah. A little bit of fun with the cryptids as well. Yeah, I love my cryptid pals. <laughs> so this week I've actually gone for, it's a very, very long ghost story. Okay. So get ready. <laughs> well, sorry, okay. <laughs> so get ready to take some notes. Fucking um, okay. Let me get my post-its one second. Okay, if you if you want to. Also, um, I think she is American. Yeah. Cincinnati. Fair. Ohio. I saw we got an email yeah. this week. Yeah, yeah. We got a few Americans. Well, I told you our listeners are like forty percent American. That's mental. Forty five percent UK, and then the rest is like around the world. Do you know, like, in my head when we're doing this, no one listens. In my head, we're talking to, like, the friends I know that listen, your friends that listen, and yeah. that's it. Yeah, and then like, someone messaged me on Facebook and suggested a case, a really amazing case. Well, not really I amazing. I saw that. Uh, but, like, a, a case that I really think we are actually going to cover, might be our next one. Yeah. Um, Peach, you are getting on my last nerve. Yeah, you, you look at me like that. <laughs> Peach. Yeah, like I said to Mikey, I was like, it's really weird when like someone you don't know reaches out because I'm just like, aren't me and Jess just having a chat? And like, literally, so (laughs) we'll do this and I'll be like, I forgot that I'm not just telling you a story. Like, sometimes I forget it's not just me and you, like other people listen to this. Especially because we hardly actually socialise outside of this. Like we text each other. (laughs) Yeah. But we're really bad at actually being. We're so busy. (laughs) (laughs) That's the problem. We're so busy that we and try and do a we podcast. we end up talking so much in this because we're literally just catching up. <laughs> yeah, literally. And we haven't done one face-to-face in so long. No. But we will. And yeah, we soon will. we'll be on video. And yeah. And then shit will hit the fan. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll, we'll text about all that stuff. Yeah. Let's yeah, yeah. hear the ghosty ghouly story the ghosty ghouly story fam mm-hmm. so this one is another one sent in by indigo oh the amazingly named indigo yeah so this one she has named the clifton house oh not clifton bristol but <laughs> no, no not clifton bristol when i was a little girl my dad's siblings bought a large house together to live in while they were at college I thought this was the coolest house in the whole world because my uncles lived there and my aunts and uncles knew how to have fun. But there was always a creepy and scary feeling to the house. It was all over the house, but each of the four floors had its own hotspot of concentrated amounts of energy that nobody wanted to come face to face with. Later on in my adult life, my sister's parents and I all discussed the house. And much to my surprise, we all named the exact same hotspots where the energy of the spirits was at its height. When I was a child, my parents would tell me it was just my imagination and were lying to me so that I wouldn't get scared. This was a very old, large house built in one of Cincinnati, Ohio's oldest parts of the town, Clifton. The house had a large backyard and was built into the hillside. It was all pretty steep, This house, for as long as I could remember, had been haunted, either by evil spirits, angry spirits, or a combination of the two. 
then it was my time to go to college. I went to the same college that my uncles and my dad went to, so I needed to live close by. I decided to move into this house, forgetting how disturbing it was to spend time there. First, there was the attic, where I found a disembodied mannequin head around the age of four, which scared the absolute shit out of me. But the attic was then finished and made into two very nice big bedrooms. The whole attic was haunted. It was one of the worst places in the house. And then was the floor with the main bedrooms on it. The small room leading up to the attic was haunted often and if not there, they really liked to watch me and mess with me in my bedroom. But the main haunting on that floor was the small connecting room. On the main living room, the door leading to the basement was frightening. The energy oozed and crept out of it. There was also a dartboard closest in the dining room, which was haunted as hell. The kitchen was okay, but it seemed to give the creeps into the bathroom just off to the side of the kitchen. And the backyard, even though nobody was even remotely close to the house, it always felt as if it had an angry presence and it was looking in at you into the kitchen. The backyard was definitely very haunted and I hated playing there. The front porch area was also haunted and it's like those small areas I mentioned, such as the closet and the one half of the bathroom and the small connecting room were like the pathways of the spirits that would take from moving floor to floor. They were never on the stairs though. They were never in the hallway or the living room or the main bathroom. But the worst room in the whole house is where this brief story takes place, the basement. You can say to me, well, it's a basement. All basements are creepy, aren't they? No, there's creepy and then there is this basement, or as I like to call it, the portal to hell. And for the record, cleanses have been done multiple times by different people who knew what they were doing and it has never worked on these supernatural assholes. I must have been doing the wrong kind of cleanse or something and maybe their sage was old, I don't know. Anyway, the basement was old, dark and leaky with bits of broken things and old concrete and old wooden shelves. But in the far corner of the basement, directly to the corner of the dryer, was the hillside. So it was all underground. There was an old door wrapped in plastic with broken glass panes around it. But it was also completely protected, leading out onto what I can only assume was the dirt of the hillside. Not even my uncles knew what was behind that door. They never messed with it, probably because it was scary as fuck. And they all thought it led to nowhere. It was completely underground and I refused to go down into the basement unless I had company, either on the phone or in person. I did have to go down there regularly, however, because it's where the laundry machines were. I had a cat at the time called Lady. Now, Lady was normally super chilled out and nothing ever got to her. She was my little shadow. She used to follow me everywhere and used to keep me company. And it's because of her that I knew something horrible and frightening showed up behind me. This was about 20 years ago, but I still remember it like it was yesterday. My cat had lived in the haunted houses with me before, and the ghosts had never really bothered her, but this time it was different. She reluctantly followed me down the basement steps where I go to do my laundry. I'm switching over loads into the dryer when I look up at her and see she's staring right past me, just looking at the direction of the scary door. She starts to hiss and yowl, Lady's tail became huge and all her fur stood up on end. She arched her back, yowling and hissing like she was trying to defend herself and warning me that there was a true danger directly behind me. 
She was terrified. And she doesn't understand that I cannot see what she is seeing. I could feel it though, whatever it was, even though I couldn't see it. She shot out of the basement and up the stairs faster than anything I've ever seen. She had never reacted that way before. And after that day, she never reacted that way again. She also never went into the basement again. I screamed and ran up the stairs after my cat and waited for somebody else to come home before I finished the laundry. I will never forget that day and I will never forget the horrible energy in that house. I still have nightmares about having to go back there for one reason or another. And that is the end of Indigo's story. Okay, so there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, it is a long story. Um, so I've made a few notes. Yeah, I, honestly, yeah. these notes are all over the show. That's why I said get yourself a pen and paper because a lot, a lot happens. Well, my first note is maybe a little bit victim blamey here because I've just put why move in. Oh <laughs> yeah, like if you know it's haunted and all of your uncles before you have said it's haunted, your dad said and it's you haunted. You felt it. You know it was haunted. The only thing is, I don't know. She kind of makes a reference to like being there as a kid, thinking it's haunted. Her parents lying to her and be like, no, no, no it's not haunted yeah and then going back there as an adult and being like oh shit no i remember why this place freaked me out yeah and i guess also like you've got to think if she's not being charged rent and she's literally just paying bills that's really enticing yeah Um, and it sounds like a big house like i know it's creepy but it's got a basement and an attic that's been converted into two big bedrooms yeah like i can see why and i suppose if you had your friends living there with you or whatever as well like I don't know. I, I can definitely see why you would, but yeah. um, that is my main note. And if um, you I'm knew, just thinking about my, my nan's like creepy house and yeah. how nothing happens. If you could know where the hotspots are, you can be like, oh, I want this bedroom because I know nothing happens in this bedroom. And then you've only True. got to worry about when you've got to do your laundry. True. Um, I've also put mannequins are spooky. <laughs> and we've spoken yes. about mannequins being spooky before. They're so creepy. Yeah, mannequins are spooky. Also, because like the amount of times you. Um, well, the amount of times I listen to true crime cases and people are like, oh, I thought it was a mannequin at first. And then I realised, like, there's that Ooh. element, isn't it? I mean, first yeah. of all, obviously something humanoid is always a bit creepy to humans, yeah. I think. Um, but yeah, it's the way that people are like, oh, I, I thought it was a mannequin and then it turns out to be a body. Like, the two are a little bit interchangeable, I guess. Yeah, because yeah, obviously of it mannequins alive. are built to look like humans yeah so that you can put clothes on them yeah and there's like, something very like uncanny valley about that isn't there yeah um also all attics are scary is another thing i've put and my <laughs> point there is um i think even when attics are converted i thought find them a little bit spooky yeah and i suppose it's because the acoustics are different and it kind of gives that vibe still yeah i know what you mean like even like my so my childhood house Sorry, Lily just flopped out of bed and it looked really funny. Um, <laughs> so my childhood house, as I've said, was a bit haunted. But um, yeah. my we had a converted attic, which was my sister's bedroom. And I always thought that that was a bit different and like mm. had a different feel. And I guess it does because A, it's in a different floor. B, yeah. it's sort of like it's a bit secluded. Yeah. Um, like obviously it depends if you've got like another bedroom up there but most people just have the one room in a in an attic that's converted yeah um, though I think she said that there was multiple didn't, multiple yeah didn't she you? said there was two 
Um, but even then, you still feel like you're slightly away from the house. Like I said, the acoustics are different. So it has a different yeah. feeling. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like, just that, like, one extra floor. Yeah, and it's just, you could, because it's not purpose built, like, you've got technically, like, you've got multiple floors in your house. Yeah. But, like, because they're purpose built, they don't feel weird on each yeah, floor. Yeah, like, it wasn't built as an attic. Yeah. Like, it was built as a three-story house, and then we do have a small attic as well. Yeah, whereas I think even when something's converted, you can feel that it used to be yeah, an attic. Yeah. Uh, I've also put basements are also creepy as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> which she does touch on as well. She does. But, uh... but I think they're even scarier to English people because we just don't really yeah. have them. Yeah. No, not like... If I saw a house for sale in my price range <laughs> with a basement, I would be very tempted to buy it. Why? Just, like, the, the niche of it, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, they're nice to convert and they're very nice in summer when it's boiling yeah. hot. My mum's basement, like my, my mum's cat hangs out in there all the time in summer because he's like, this is cool. Um, yeah. Also, I have cats, so, you know, if there's a ghost, they'll tell me. But again, even basements, because they're in the ground, the acoustics are different. Yeah. They feel secluded. It very much in basements, it feels like no one could hear you if you screamed. It's big, It's the underground thing. Yeah. I think. But that's the thing, where they are, like, underground, like I said, no one yeah. can hear you if you scream because you're literally soundproofed a bit. Yeah. Yeah, um, and again, than like a wall, you're going to be heard by your neighbours. Yeah. Whereas even if you're... So on my mum's street, they've all got basements. Oh, really? But it's such a thick wall between because it's not... Like, they dug a, an entire massive tunnel underneath all the houses and put walls between. Yeah. Because that wouldn't make sense. Well, I'm assuming yeah. that's not what they did because that would be more prone to collapse, you'd think. <laughs> you'd assume they dug different Each basements basement. and yeah. then put walls as well. So it's yeah. still got that more soundproofing. Like, I've never been in my mum's basement and been able to hear next door. But you could be in, like, the front room and hear the neighbours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, also, I always think that, it, like, gardens are scary, even if you haven't... Like, I always think there's an element of... it's So, we think of, like, looking out into a garden during the day as you're doing your dishes or, like, you know, I look out into my... I've got a tiny garden that is completely backed by other people's back gardens. Yeah. And you look out and there's a wall, like... Either... Probably, like, side. 10 feet... Not yeah. even 10 feet. Yeah, 10 feet away from you. Like, it's not a long garden. No. Like, there's no one who could be watching you from anywhere. But even at night, like, I look out at my garden in the day and I'm like, oh, this is, like, really it's nice cute. and lovely. Yeah. And, I, and then at night, I'm like, oh, who's watching? No have one's I, watching. If there was a person in my garden, I could see them. I don't know if I've spoken about this on the podcast before, but that is, like, one of my fears is like I always have to draw the curtains like it really creeps me out when you're in a room with the lights on and it's dark outside like I have to draw the curtains I just looked outside because I'm like definitely... do you know what I get in deja vu we've definitely yeah done we this have before. but yeah we I mean... did it we went to stay at a big house like me and my friends like for a weekend away 
And I was going around like closing all the curtains. They're like, oh, we're in the middle of nowhere. We don't really need to close the curtains. And I was like, that's more we're reason. in the middle of nowhere. We need to close the yeah. curtains. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you see those again, we, I'm sorry if we're just repeating ourselves. But, you know, when yeah. you see those um, celebrity houses and they're completely made of glass and they've got like no curtains, My no worst blinds. nightmare. And they're like, look at this. And I'm like, oh. like Parasite. Like in the film Parasite. Yeah. Um, what's, have you seen The Invisible Man as well? Yes. His house is like that in The yeah. Invisible Man. It's very much like, I feel like a rich person's like, I can look out at all the poor people. And you're like... It's like, yes, but all the murderers can look at you. Exactly. Um, and then I also sort of made a note about how small rooms... So she alludes a lot to like small rooms, small closets... Closets yeah. are inherently scary because of the whole idea of like monstering your closet, ghost in your closet, woman in the closet. Yeah. Um. In fact, I was recently listening to, I don't know if it was a Patreon episode or I think it was a, a normal episode um, from Emma from Real Life Ghost Stories. Yeah. Where she says, you know, why are they always in the closets? Um, you know, like what are they mm. doing in there? But it's, it's true. Like they are always in the closet. So they are inherently a bit creepy. Um, yeah. And I have OCD and one of my obsessive like compulsions is to check closets um, a lot. Yeah. Um, even ones that people couldn't fit in. Uh, I've, again, seen too many horror my stories. My friend's got something really similar to that. Before he sleeps in a room that he's never slept in before, he has to check all the cupboards yeah. and make sure the doors are firmly closed. I don't have to do the door thing, but yeah, I think we mentioned yeah. that before as well. And, yeah, um, he has sent in his story, his And I think he said about it, didn't he? Yeah. But yeah, and um, like I'm quite happy that my wardrobe now is actually, it's kind of built in. It's like a little alcove, so I don't feel like I have to check it because there's yeah. no door to it. But um, I do also think little rooms in the same way as attics and basements can be quite creepy because they're secluded. Yeah. And they're almost like little limbo areas. So like mm. in my nan's house, again, inherently creepy, but you've got uh, you've got the kitchen you got a little hallway to the kitchen and then the main hallway. That little hallway feels so creepy because it's such a nothing area that's yeah. so quiet. Yeah. And then, like, there's a little... There's a room that they call the music room, but it's more of a junk room now, <laughs> that goes into the dining room. And, again, that little room is so creepy because, again, it's like an, a dead space and it's yeah enclosed you, by, like, you two... You don't go in there very often... Yeah, anyway. and it's just got a different feel to it. But I feel like because yeah. a lot of these little rooms either are really outside rooms, i.e. they've got like two walls that face the outside, which makes them a little bit cold. Yeah. Or they're like rooms leading to rooms, so they're quite enclosed. They feel like a basement. Yeah, I know what you mean. They're like not a room that you would sit in because it's nice and comfortable it's yeah. just kind of like an additional They're room a passage yeah um yeah so yeah those are the notes i made i also made a note to say i'd have to open the door like a white girl in a horror movie oh god yeah um i wouldn't be able to live somewhere and not know what's behind a door yeah i think that's creepier than knowing yeah i watched a horror film recently and i can't for the life of me remember what it's called now I can't for the life of me remember. Is it a new horror film or an old one? Uh, new. It's got... Um... Oh, I can't remember the names of any of the actors. I, <laughs> I really can't remember what this horror film's called now. But what it's like happens, about an, it? It's about an Airbnb. 
Okay. And someone goes to... Basically, a woman goes to stay in an Airbnb um, and finds that someone else is already staying there and they can't get hold of the person whose Airbnb is, so they decide to both stay there together. And you think that the guy who's there is going to be the creep, um, and I don't want to spoil anything, but it all goes very off the rails. Okay. Um, and I really can't for the life of me remember what it's called. And in that Airbnb, they discover an area, and I don't want to go into it too much, but I would 100% be, like, as I was watching it, I was like, why are you doing that? Why are you going in there? What are you doing? And I think I said to Mikey, I was like, why would they do that? They're obviously going to die. And he sat there like, it's a horror film. Uh, <laughs> but it, I also know that I would be like, yeah, I need to go down there. Yeah. I am the same. Did I ever it's going to annoy me so much. Story, um, well, we went into my friend's uni um house attic um maybe i'm not sure if i said it on here but basically we all knew we shouldn't go in it barbarian barbarian is what it's called really good came out in 2022 um really good or amazon or uh no you'd have to rent it okay but um uh i yeah it's i don't want to give too much away and it's very easy to but it yeah. honestly goes from like uh, like plot twist to plot twist to plot twist oh i love that it, it no. is good the ending is slightly anticlimactic uh oh. but this isn't a film review <laughs> <laughs> go and watch it but honestly i would definitely be dying in you that would. film um but yeah. yeah sorry you were saying about yeah, so it was one of those things where we knew we shouldn't go up there, but we did. Mm. So, I mean, and then we, we managed to get the door off and then we couldn't get back on, so we left it open for, like, the whole night because oh. we, cause we were drunk when we did it. But all of us were walking. We wouldn't walk underneath it. We were, like, skirting around the edge of the walls to, like, not walk directly under the hole in the ceiling. That's oh funny. God, yeah. No, that's the thing. It's like even my friend, she lived in a rented flat that was a house converted into two flats. Yeah. And the landlord was like, oh, yeah, you can't get into the attic. Um, It's actually bolted shut. And so one night when we'd had a few drinks, we were like, is it though? And we found out by pushing it that it very much wasn't. And I think yeah. there's a video somewhere on my phone of me like filming my friend pushing it open and we realise it's open and we were just like no 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 don't go in there don't go in there because we were like why would you say it's bolted shut if it's if not if it's not yeah um, I'm, I was just like even uh, even though I'd had a few drinks I had a bit of Dutch courage I was like no absolutely not actually let's leave it closed we don't need to know what's in there <laughs> yeah yeah and we all know curiosity killed the cat, so I don't know why we bloody do it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and then just to go on to the last bit, oh, um, yeah. animals are super perceptive. We've said this before. Yeah. I've spoken about, uh, you know, animals, uh, Claudia's animal facts about how <laughs> cats can see our um, stretch marks and stuff and like how yeah. our skin has grown. So there's absolutely no reason in my head why they can't see ghosts and, you know, other I agree. Beings and other things that we can't see because, I mean, also as animals, our eyesight's pretty crap. Yeah. Um, not mine because I've had lasers in my eyes. But, 
<laughs> I can actually see Ghost Nail too. Could you imagine that should be a horror film? That would be a great horror film. I would watch it. Yeah. I would massively put people off getting laser eye surgery, I think, but... Yeah. Yeah, you might get sued. I but... feel like... Isn't there a film... I think it's called The Eye, where she's blind, but she gets new eyes. She gets oh, eyes donated. Yeah, and she can... Yeah. And she can see the future. Like ghosts or, or something. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it, but... Yeah, I mean, well, theoretically, that could happen. If you think about it, you could inherit someone's... Talent? Ability. Perception yeah. ability. Um, because they say that people who have heart transplants can, like... They can feel sadness from the yeah. person. And I know that a lot of people have said that's pseudoscience, but they do know that broken heart syndrome is a real thing. I think, yeah, so why wouldn't you be able to feel it? Yeah, I think we're still very caught up as a um as a species at being like, oh well, no, heart pumps blood around body. Brain does feelings, but they're just chemical reactions. And actually I think like there's so many there's so much more to it. And I yeah. say this as someone who's in healthcare and consists herself a scientist okay yeah i believe in ghosts you might think yeah but you know but actually if it's proven that i know that heartbreak syndrome is obviously like you know your body's reaction to stress which puts a toll on your heart but if if all these things are connected then i just feel like there's definitely something so much that we don't know yeah oh god yeah so definitely yeah but yeah thank you indigo for your story yeah, Ooh, appreciate sorry. it. A story yeah. again. Appreciate it. <laughs> Another story. A yeah, nice that's what I was one. saying. I can't get my words out today. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you ready to move on to our cryptid? This yes, yes, week? yes. And well, I hope you're gonna like this one. So okay. today, I'm bringing you the Owl Man. Oh, I saw in our uh, Google Drive. Yeah, like. A title, and I was like, ooh. Mm. So, I mean, I think it's... We've covered a similar being to the Owl Man, if you can guess what it is. The Mothman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Um, but the... I don't... Have you heard anything about the Owl Man before? Or is this falling um, on fresh ears? I think I have. Bear in mind, Last Podcast on the Left has done, like, a deep dive into, like, cryptids. Okay. Um, however, I will say that maybe I haven't because, yeah, I don't know. I think I want to say yes. <laughs> okay, you want to say yes, but can you remember anything about him? Uh, man who looks like Al. Bam! <laughs> you know what? That's it. That's all yeah, I have yeah, to say. Yeah, thanks you know, for listening, guys. Stay spooky. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> um, but, I mean, yes, as as titled, the Owl Man is a humanoid cryptid um, which resembles an owl. An and owl. owls are a bit creepy. Like, they're not when you make them show their legs. If you've ever seen <laughs> yeah, an owl running yeah, or seen funny. their legs. <laughs> but, but owls are creepy, yeah. Yeah, I think it's the whole nocturnal element hey. of owls as well, isn't it? I'm nocturnal. Well, but they're they're considered like creatures of the night, which I think automatically then so makes I. them Halloween, scary, blah, blah, yeah. blah. I think I was quite cute and intelligent. But. Yeah, like I've said before, my favourite video on the internet is 
video of the hour. It's like, look how calm she is. And it turns out it's like the widest eyes ever. Like it's on like <laughs> so many drugs. Like, look how calm she is. <laughs> I feel like that's like me parenting. Be like, oh, Jess, you're taking to this parenting thing. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, talking about parenting. Hello. <laughs> By the way, you done yet? <laughs> On sec, let me take a picture. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, I missed uh, the picture. Oh wait, there you go. Hold there on, you there, go. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Just checking in, Mum. You got uh, seventeen minutes to be ready. <laughs> Aiden does that to me a lot. He'll just like appear around the corner but baby first like, oh, walk into the room baby first <laughs> perfect um anyway. Lily's watching me it's a bit scary <laughs> what is with this I can still just are you coming in or no you can okay do you want me to have a while you have a shower come on then are you in your pants okay I'll just turn Claudia avert your eyes I'm looking at my ferret anyway you can come in closer I'm a little close. Is any Claudia? She's seen worse than you and your boxers. Well, don't know. I might be sick. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Right. You're not allowed to play with this microphone. No. <laughs> but it's <Okay>. new. <laughs> um. So. Sorry. Let's talk about the description of an owl man. Mm-hmm. So the owl man is said to stand about five feet from the ground and he has a 10-foot wingspan. He has large glowing red eyes and a gaping mouth. Oh. Point- yeah. <laughs> why, are you, why are you mouth gaping? Close your mouth, fool. <laughs> He's an owl. Mouth he can gape if he wants to. Um, he has pointed ears, pincer-like claws, long ankles, and he makes a loud hissing long and ankles. screeching noise. I know. I had to include that because I knew how funny you find owl legs and I saw it and I was like this is gonna make long ankles so like oh look at that girl she's well hot she's got well long ankles in my head it is like you know when you lift an owl's feathers up yeah and they have like long I was gonna say long little legs but that kind of like but like Long legs would be like a normal description, but long, but long ankles. ankles. I know. It made me laugh, so I had All to... those knees are so long, girl. Oh, they're so long. I love those ankles. Victorians <laughs> would be fucking no, gone. They would be livid. Livid? Absolutely livid. <laughs> also, um, you said something that got me. Um, when you say he stands five foot from the ground, do you mean he's like five foot five tall? Five foot tall. Yeah. Okay, I was sure if you meant like he's just always at least five foot <laughs> from the ground. I mean, to be fair, he is always seen on a branch, never on the ground, so could fair. be neither. <laughs> I can't get closer to than five foot from the ground. Um, so really yeah, he's about five foot tall. Okay. Um, Me too. So, uh, he like an owl, he has greyish brown feathers covering his entire body and he mostly resembles an owl slash man slash bear bear yeah that's a bit of a i think it's like the i was gonna say the size but actually the size the man is the size isn't it really yeah and like bears like um, okay i think i'm just gonna go with it um, i was gonna say the noise but no like hisses and screeches that's quite (laughs) owl like isn't it I yeah, don't know. do owls hiss? 
Mm, they they screech. Bears like growl, don't they? They're like yeah. great, <laughs> great bear noise. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So he has also sometimes been referred to as the death raptor, but he <laughs> is. <laughs> I know. I was like, sorry, death that was a bit last podcast on left stolen, but um. What a great name, Death Raptor. That's a good heavy metal band. Well, I, a super villain name, I was thinking. Well, my friend's band is called Raptors. So yeah. I'm going to be like, guys, guys, have you thought about putting death before it? <laughs> <laughs> Rebrand <gasps> Death Raptors. Um, but he is most commonly known as the Owl Man of, I think it's pronounced Monan or Mornan. Do you think he tried to get, um, like, make a nickname for himself? Like, be like, no, guys, I'm the Death Raptor. And everyone's like, you can't nickname no, yourself, dude. Yeah, no, dude, you're an owl man. You're like, Calm all right. down. Like yeah. the Rossinator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, yeah, he is just the owl man of Mornan. Mornan? Yeah, Mornan. Manan Mornan? Mornan. Sure. I think it's Mornan. I think Manan, Mornan is like, it's basically spelt Morn, An. Okay. But I think that's more Where of like is a it? Bristolian. It's in Cornwall. Oh, okay. I think it's more of a Bristolian way of pronouncing it as well, Manan. But I think as it's you were Mornan. saying this, I was thinking America. And then as no. you said Manan, I thought like Philippines or Vietnam. No, I think it is M- Mornan. Okay. Angry Cornish in the chat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So basically, he is said to attack the church and graveyard of the Mornan Old Church, as well as terrorising people who enter the nearby woodlands, especially if you enter them at night. This sounds very similar to um, the Midnight Gospel by... um, Oh, what was it? Mike Flanagan, the, fl- That's the, one. the Flanaverse, that was it. The Flanaverse. <laughs> um, yeah, it sounds like Midnight Gospel, yeah, is it? Uh, Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass. Yeah. Um, it sounds very similar to that. Yeah, it does. Um, basically, it's thought that he might live in the church. Um, I mean, I don't go to church for a reason. <laughs> um, but basically, he stalks around this rural village long and he ankles. <laughs> with his long ankles <laughs> and he scares all the locals and all the tourists long ankle met daddy <laughs> <laughs> okay well i mean that would scare me you know not good for yeah. tourist industry actually or well, great for the tori- tourist great industry. for the tourist industry. industry in this case um, but there is one more really really strange fact about um the owl man He's he... also got really long elbows. <laughs> <laughs> to match his long... It's actually long wrists. To match his long ankles. Um, no, we're actually weirder than that, I think. Oh. Um, that 90% of his sightings have come from young girls. Uh, I mean, that's yeah. quite... When you say young, what age? Um, so, well, I'll go into it. So the first ever sighting of him... Uh, was reported in well on the oh, 
sorry, I'm very distracted by her hiccuping. Um, so the first ever sighting of him was on the 17th of April, 1976, and he was seen by two young sisters who were on holiday with their family during the Easter break. Um, so they were called June and Vicky Melling, and mm. they were nine and 12. Okay. So they were playing in the woods when they saw what they claimed to be a hovering bird man um, flying above the church. So obviously ran back to their parents and said what they'd seen. So their dad, rightly so, phoned the police. So the police, thinking that they were lying, took them to the police station, took them into separate interview rooms and asked them to draw what they'd seen and they both drew the same picture. Okay. Which I think is pretty creepy. Yeah. Um, how old did you say they were? Nine and 12. Okay. Just because I'm thinking about how poltergeists are um, sort of linked to pubescent girls. Well, oh, okay. puberty, but tends mm. to be pubescent girls. Um, so, like, you've got the case of the um, Enfield poltergeist was a teenage girl or, like, a young girl. Yeah. Uh, same with... Oh, the other poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> All the other well I've listened to so many poltergeist cases and I'm like, and that, that one, one. And <laughs> that one. And that Brain one. And that one. Brain Yeah, it's definitely linked. Well, that people have drawn comparisons to how it tends to always be like girls going through puberty or prepubescent girls. Um, oh, that's so, yeah. interesting you should say that. So most of the sightings were between... Um, 1976 and 1977. Um, And actually, three months after the initial sighting, he was seen again by two more 14-year-old girls. Okay, yeah. Um, They were actually camping in the woods next to the church, having a sleepover. Creepy. Yeah, which... (laughs) I mean, I guess different times, isn't it? But... And I guess it was probably close to their house, but two 14-year-old girls camping alone in a woods? I mean, also, I've said this before, like, my other nan, my mum's parents, live yeah. next to a graveyard. Um, my granddad's since moved, um, but lived next to a graveyard. And I, you know, didn't feel particularly unsafe about there being a graveyard next door. They never had any goings-ons. Yeah. Their house was creepy as well, though. Um, but I wouldn't have camped out in their garden because it was next to a graveyard. Like, yeah. it's just a bit too much. And I don't even really yeah. mind graveyards. I did as a kid. I really didn't like them. But yeah. I don't even really mind graveyards. I really like walking in them now. But, but I'm still not yeah. going camping in one. Yeah. So... Um, or near one. <laughs> so they were having a sleepover and they could hear a strange hissing noise coming from the woods. So one of them went outside to investigate while the other one looked for a torch um, oh you're not i'm not going out about a torch i'm not going out but i'm not going out about a torch yeah so why the first one did anyway she reports seeing glowing red eyes and when the second girl comes to join her they both say they saw a man-sized figure fly up into the air also i just um for some reason it just popped into my head um so you know how like a lot of cryptids are dated back to like the 70s and the 60s yeah like, they predate the 70s yeah Lead paint and lead was quite commonly used in, like, prior to the 70s in the UK and in America, and it's just something to consider. Yeah. 
Well, actually, that was one of the points that I was going to ah, make later. Look at me, look is, at me. Well, not the lead paint, but just, like, one of... When I looked into, like, the logic behind Owlman, one of the things was there was actually a lot of, like, UFO sightings and other cryptid stories coming out around this time, so... There was mass hysteria, maybe. Yeah. Um, maybe because of the lead. Maybe. Because that so, is one of the theories about serial killers in America and, like, and how there were so many at one point. Like, uh, you, know, yeah. you had um, Jeffrey Brudus, Brudus and um, Ed Kemper. Yeah. And all that, like, people do wonder if it's kind of down to lead poisoning. Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting theory. Um, so there have been loads of other sightings. So there, ha- there was another report. Mm. Didn't say age or witness in this one. Um but apparently they saw something in the tree that resembled the legend of the owl man, but they just assumed it was a local trying to play a prank on them. So they called out to say, like, oh, like, good try, like, you're being funny. Um, and it f- um, it flew from the branch that it was standing on high up into the sky and then disappeared. Oh, that would wipe the smile off your face, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Apparently, though, this person... Oh, it did say that this person was a male. And he said that the scariest thing about the whole encounter was that once he'd lost sight of the beast, he could still feel the the sense of being watched and he could hear, like, crackling all through the woods. Hmm. I mean, but then you would be hyper-aware, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think you would be. And who's to say that a lot of that noise wasn't just... Like other animals, you're in a wood. Yeah, and you're like like, acute, like tuned into it because you're listening because out you're because you, someone's just flown up into the air that you thought was a person. And yeah, you, that's what that's the noise I've been making too, Ola. You threw everything on the floor. It's okay, Daddy's here now. It did land that way. Sorry. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Look at my him. Oh, she can have that puree if you want, Aiden. Is she going out with you? Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. So lost where I was. So yeah. Agreed. He said he heard like all the aminals. Aminals. Yeah. So yeah, you would. I think. Yeah. Um, completely. Yeah, and then. In August 1976, there were mm-hmm. three French college girls who were boarding. Um, in boarding. Boarding. <laughs> they were at boarding school in Manan. Not Manan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to do that accent, but I couldn't really say it. Living in Manan. Yeah. Who were boarding school in... What did I say? It was how was morning. 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 There we go. Who were boarding in morning, um, and they encountered a beast who, in the same woodlands as the owl man, had previously been spotted, and they described it as a big furry bird with a gaping mouth and red eyes. I don't like the gaping mouth, honestly. Yeah. The it red made, eyes. Yeah. I mean, my ferret's got red eyes. Big owl man. You know, it's like all right. Yeah, you're right. Big owl man. How you doing? It's like right. Could you close your mouth though, please? Yeah, it's like that. Uh, yeah, it's a bit, yeah. <laughs> bit much for me. Yeah, um, and around the same time, there was another um, sighting from a couple named Sally and Gavin. Although it has said that this might not actually be their names, Gavin and so, Stacey. Yeah, literally. Um, so, but they were actually trying to find the owl man because they'd heard of like the tales and the 
fault and the long letters. ankles. Yeah, <laughs> they wanted to find them sweet, sweet long ankles. Um, so they thought it was a hoax anyway. So they went walking around the woods and they also discovered a human-sized owl with glowing red eyes, a gaping mouth. All of them say gaping mouth. Anyway, crouched on a low branch and apparently when it saw them, it stretched to an impressive height and flew away. It's like, look at me, bitch. And look then I go. Big, look how big and impressive my gaping mouth is. <laughs> my mouth and is my as big as my ankles. wings and my ankles. <laughs> <laughs> also, again, I'm the horror movie character who deserves to die because I'm saying, let's go on a day trip, Jess. That is my exact thought when I was writing this. I was like, we definitely need to go to Cornwall. Yeah, we'll do it. And you know what? You can... Sign up to Patreon to find out how it goes. <laughs> find out how me and Claudia die by pissing off ghosts. I thought we said kissing off ghosts then, and I was like, oh, you're a married woman. And I am a cohabiting woman. <laughs> For now. Sorry. <laughs> Till I meet oh, the owl God. man. Till I meet the owl man. I mean, he's literally sweeping up my feet. <laughs> Literally, imagine the kids we'd have with their long ankles. <laughs> <laughs> long ankles, but short legs. His ankles, your legs. <laughs> hey, I have quite long legs, right? I've got a little fat body <laughs> and long arms and legs. I'm like a spider. <laughs> My head just went Mr. Tickle. That too, Mrs. Tickle coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, God, back to the damn space bar then again. Oh, you better not. You better not. Mm. Um, so, yeah, back to the Owl Man. And <laughs> over the years, there have been loads and loads of sightings, apparently, and they're all reporting the same thing. Has he hurt anyone, though? Not according to He just, like, gets He's up and flies chilling. away. He's just like, oh, no, people, fly. Yeah, like an owl. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so there was another sighting in 1995, Ooh. which is quite a bit on. Yeah, um, I, I, in my head I was like, oh, recent, like five years ago. No. <laughs> no. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think my, well, but before my sister was born. God, fucking hell. We're old. <laughs> anyway, it was a young woman visiting from Chicago to see if the legend was true. And she also has said to encounter the Owl Man, and she described it as a vision from hell. Oh, yeah. I mean, a bit of a dramatic American in it, really. Like everyone else is like, he was a bit much for me. She's like, vision from hell. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, them long ankles and gaping mouth. I couldn't cope, but couldn't do it. <laughs> um, Sorry also... to all our lovely American listeners. Love yeah, you all dearly. But... I'm just <laughs> you can be a bit I mean... dramatic sometimes. I'm just saying. I mean, that is just like the typical British reaction of, oh, there was a, he flew away. Well, it's like, did you see on my um? My Instagram story yesterday, the like man who's like trying to get a swan yeah. out of a fence, and the mum swan so is British. like, yeah, like the mum <laughs> swan. Is, so just for context for everyone, like there's a swan, uh, uh, a cygnet stuck in a fence, a chain link fence, and this man's just trying to like, you know, massage the neck back so he can get it out. And obviously, swans are very protective of their young, so 
the mum or the dad swung is like, what are you doing? Getting all like hissy at him. And he just goes, all right, all right, calm down. Like in the most British way. <laughs> it's great. It's such a good video. Just like, all right, don't be silly now. Come on, I'm trying Stop to help it. you. <laughs> calm your feathers. <laughs> um, so other reports as well. I'm going to move swiftly on. Yeah. <laughs> um, have also described animals acting strangely around the same times as his sighting so cats becoming more feral and dogs attacking out of the blue um bit much people yeah people have also reported to see the red and orange orbs glowing above the church which they think is the eyes and apparently the weather that um the weather in the year that the owl man was most prominent was very strange reaching record low temperatures and record high temperatures only a few months apart Okay, so we should go soon because it's very cold and it was very hot. Yeah. Basically. But How's then... tomorrow looking for you, Jess? <laughs> yeah. Um, fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then I've also put a bit like, I mean, we had, what, heat waves last year and snow... I yeah, think that's the just the weather has... in England now because of global warming. But then the UK in general has like a very mixed climate. Yeah, especially so. in places like Cornwall, where it is in England, they do tend to have like the more extremes of the weather. Should we maybe explain where it is in England? For Oh yeah, it is in the very, <laughs> very southwest of England. And it's almost on like a little leg of its own. Yeah. So as you said earlier... M- most people think this is the most likely thing and it is mass hysteria um as it was a story made up to rival the mothman get more tourists like they saw that tourists were going to see and try and find mothman so they make up the owl man to try and get um more tourists into that part of cornwall because it's not the most busy travel tips with claudia and jess yeah, I feel like a lot of people abroad... Actually, you're missing out, but a lot of people yeah. abroad, like, if they come to the UK, they go to London. Um, yeah. Or they might go to, like, Scotland or something. But actually, I'm going to say, guys, I've not been to Cornwall that much, but it's fucking beautiful. Like, it is, if you're going to go to anywhere stunning. for, like, nice beaches, either go to Wales, like Pembrokeshire, yeah, or go to Cornwall. Yeah, and then if you want, like, countrysides, you're better off going up, like, north... Yeah, like, Lake like Yorkshire, mm. yeah, Lake District, Yorkshire Dales, and stuff like that. Travel tips with Claudia and Jess. So yeah, mass hysteria and like a made-up story is the most common theory as Accepted to how he theories. came about. Yeah, um, and that does also have a reason as to what people were spotting accidentally. So, um, a Zoologist thinks that they could have been mistaking a Euro-Asian eagle owl, um, mm. which can be found in England, but they're just not very common, so people won't necessarily have seen one before. But they are roughly three foot tall and have a seven foot wingspan. Oh, they're pretty. Yeah. They have got very red eyes, though. They do have red glowing eyes, and you think they're quite big. If you're scared, three foot... And five foot from a distance. You oh, baby probably... ones are really cute and ugly. <laughs> yeah, and they do have like the spiky ears and the big 
they don't have long yeah. ankles but they do have like big talons and everything yeah so, i'll yeah. put a picture with the post that goes out but um yeah they've got the red eyes they've they've got them long ankles <laughs> they've got them long ankles could oh, very boy. easily are, be mistaken they for. are brownie blue as well because they've got a mixture of gray and brown which together yeah. can look a bit bluish they're very pretty actually yeah, they're like angry they pretty like serving you know yeah <laughs> yeah they Full look like they would well. come for you Let's... in a fight our size yeah they're pretty big aren't they yeah so they can have a wingspan did you say the wingspan seven foot yeah yeah and they can be like four kg which you know it's quite heavy i think that's how much my boobs weigh actually really all is now 5.4 kilograms oh so they weigh as much as all well she's now heavier than albus my um yeah no my boobs weigh more than them to be fair though. How do you know how much your boobs weigh? Um I put them on a scale. Do you like just much? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. In my head that was like a food scale. Well I went yeah I did it at Sainsbury's. Um, <laughs> oh, well I went shopping for a bra yesterday and guess what my new size is? What? Thirty six E. Oh damn! Mm. Yeah. Sorry, I know you're trying my... to go out, and I made you like ten minutes later yeah, chatting about my tits. <laughs> Why are we not chatting about your tits? For fuck's sake! <laughs> you love it anyway. Um. So the other theory, which is a little bit more out there, mm-hmm. um, is people think that the church that the owl man lives in may be built on a ley line. A ley line. Okay. Um. And that the owl man is a product of the Earth's energy. Um, and then some people have like developed on that and come up with a much darker theory. Of course. Um, that he is a manifestation of a demonic owl god whose worshippers sacrifice children to him. That's a bit out there, and that's yeah, a bit satanic. Yeah, that's a bit of a out there theory. But I thought I'd include it because Yeah, I mean why not? I just I just it's always like you know, okay, so where are these kids that have gone missing that have been sacrificed? Yeah, sacrificed. But I think that was someone being like, oh, that's why it's mostly young girls who've seen him. And I was like, oh, I just think... Just think young it, girls, like, see things? I think as well, if a, if a young girl saw that eagle owl, they would be like, oh, my God, it was a massive owl man and he was going to kill me. Like, yeah, and also, like, I think, I feel like... Women are more likely to cite it, maybe because we've spoken about this before. Women are more aware of their surroundings because mm. we have to be to survive, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and also, women are more likely to speak about creepy things they've seen. I feel than men. Like. Yeah. Also, a young like a oh no, she was nine, was it? A nine-year-old girl seeing that eagle owl is probably a lot more scary to her than it is to like a seventeen-year-old man. Yeah. Like, if he saw that, he's not going to be like oh my God, there was this terrifying owl man. He's going to be like, oh, it was just an owl. Whereas she, she's going to be like, oh my God, it had glowing red eyes and it was absolutely terrifying. Especially yeah. if it did do full wingspan and screeched at her. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially, like, I'm able to Google that now. But in the 70s, you couldn't just be like, oh, I'm going to Google this weird fucking, like, red-eyed owl thing I saw. Yeah, especially if they're, like, they were native, well, they are native to England, but they're just not very common in England. Well, yeah, you don't see owls that often. No. In general, even though we have loads of owls. I've heard an owl once. 
Yeah. Um, when I'd been in bed, um, and some of the windows open, and then I like saw an owl when I was driving the other week, and I was like, "Oh, owl!" Because you don't see them. No. <laughs> and it wasn't even in the dark as well. It wasn't even in night. It was during the oh, day. Really? I was like, that was an owl. <laughs> like that was weird. Um. So yeah, the last reported sighting of the owl man was in 2011, but people don't think he's gone. He is just biding his time. Well, you know what, girl? We'll go find him. Yeah. We'll be like, listen, long ankle Mac Daddy. <laughs> Can in, we Mr. have an interview Warren. for our Patreon? <laughs> One <laughs> great go, Patreon ah! episode that would be. Hi, Albus. Honestly. Albus it's the publicity we on. need. <laughs> He'd be doing us a solid. He would be. So, yeah, that's all I have on the Owl Man. Oh, well, I, a... I genuinely think we're probably going to end up meandering down to Cornwall. I definitely think we should and uh these are the kinds of things that you can genuinely expect to see on our patreon um yeah we'll have little things like this like little excursions um so yeah we'll let you know as and when i would love to do a trip to cornwall the other place i want to do a trip to is york that's right, we're not very... doing that on the same day because that's different in oh, the country fucking hell no not on <laughs> the same day i don't even think we should do cornwall in a day you Cornwall don't think we should do Cornwall in a day? Mm. Do you know how long it takes to drive there? Two hours? Depends where you go, but... Yeah, we're not going to Penzance. Why not? <laughs> Let's go to Land's End. <laughs> I can do the whole of Cornwall. <laughs> Top to bottom. Apparently, I'm not sure if this is true, Simon can confirm, apparently, no matter where you are in Cornwall, you're always a 20-minute drive from the sea. Again, another travel tip with Jess. Um... <laughs> <laughs> anyway have we got another ghost story we do one final ghost story so this is the last one from jules but it mm-hmm. is her partner's family's stories so they're a little bit more like short and sweet than hers because they've just been like oh yeah like this happened because they're very blase about it but i think if you live in a haunted house and things go on all the time you have to. It's a survival yeah. thing as much as yeah. anything. You just So, yeah, these are Glenn's family's stories. So, to go along with my personal stories, my partner's family has also shared little stories about their experiences in the house. Glenn says he has had a few experiences, but the one that stays with him the most is when he was in bed with his ex-girlfriend in the same room as my experiences happened. He saw the top half of an old woman float across... Oh, fucking hell, I can't speak. Float across the floor of his bed and then disappear. His brother has had an experience where he woke up one night to an old lady staring him in the face, just like you see in the horror films. His mum has heard loads of talking, just like we did, and one time she felt someone behind her and they said hello right in her ear. But when she turned around, there was no one there. His dad once saw someone walk past the doorway to the living room and then walk upstairs. And everyone has reported to have heard footsteps. Her- <laughs> and everyone has reported to have heard footsteps, muffled voices, and door handles moving. Which, on their own, you could explain. But with the rest of these stories, I think it's safe to say this house is haunted. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, thank you, Jules. Um, I didn't mean to uh, make fun at the end. It was just like the last line, which probably Jess might have added. Um, uh, yeah, I, I might have done it <laughs> so long ago. But um, 
I agree. Like, it is haunted. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 100%. So, Lavender Woman, I'm saying. Was it Lavender Woman? It, do you know what? That was my first thought as well, because... She... In which case, can understand why you would not want to invoke Lavender Woman if she's, like, staring at your face. She'd be like, right, she doesn't have personal boundaries, actually, so... Yeah, and if you only saw the top of her and not her legs... Yeah, I know. What are her ankles like? I need to know. Um, are they long, like owl man's? I need to know. <laughs> long or short ankles? <laughs> it's been a very ankle-heavy episode. It really has. Um, <laughs> it's got to be entitled something like that, hasn't it? Um, yeah, it was it the lavender woman, but then I suppose they would say something about the lavender again. Yeah, um, like, would you have smelt it again? So 10 out of 10 do not like the idea of waking up and someone's face being in my face. Literally terrifying. Even if Aiden did to me, I think I would smack him. Oh, yeah. So I always give Mikey like a kiss in the morning before I go to work. But he's a really heavy sleeper. So like he doesn't wake up as I'm getting ready around him. Like, yeah, I even blow dry my fringe and he won't wake up. Really? Yeah. Like, honestly, like if you wanted to burgle us when Mikey's around, just... (laughs) Could do it. I poked him in the eye by accident when I was um, sleeping the other day and he stayed asleep. <laughs> oh my God. Um, and how does his alarm wake him up in the morning? It really doesn't very well. Um, he has an alarm where like, it eventually wakes him up and then he has to do maths equations to turn it off. Otherwise, he'll just turn it off on his sleep. That's mad. Yeah. That's so good, though. It like, makes you do three maths equations before um, it goes off. Mine would never fucking go off. <laughs> I'm so bad I do at have to help maths. him sometimes when I'm like really sleepy. I'm like, oh, it's so 48. Um, <laughs> like, so sometimes if I have to get up, I'll, I will use this one. Yeah, I think you've all just probably like really upset lots of people listening and they've all turned off because. That is a horrible noise. But well, no, is... also, like, anyone's alarm noises are just, like, the most, like, grating thing in the world, aren't Oh, they? God, yeah. Maths equations, turn it off, though, yeah. Even if it was, like, two plus two, that time in the morning, I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, oh, yeah, so sometimes I'll go and give him a kiss in the morning, and, like, nine times out of ten, I'll just, like, go, bye-bye, I love you, and you go, like, I love you, or something like that. But one time I went to give him a kiss in the morning and he woke up as I got close to his face and just screamed in my <laughs> face. And I was like, oh. I was just going to say goodbye. But um, I do that to Ada sometimes, to be fair. I'll like go to say goodbye to him and he'll be asleep and he'll just go. Yeah. <laughs> Bless him. But he doesn't remember it. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and then whispering in your ears. So the weird thing is I get oh. people, I hear people whispering in my ears quite a lot. Oh, really? I think I might have said this, like, even at work, especially if I'm doing the checks in the resource area, mm. I will hear, like, Claudia. And I'm like, what? Someone said my name. And then people are like, no. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I just think it's because I'm tired. But maybe. that was just my note. <laughs> <laughs> Don't really have much else to add other than, like, maybe I'm being really haunted and I'm just like, la, 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 you say something? No, no, <laughs> no, no, not you. Fight must be my imagination. I mean, to be fair, if you're if anywhere in work is sadly going to be haunted, it would be recess because it's where people yeah. are most sick and most people sadly pass away. Yeah. So agreed. Like if someone passes away in any other area of the hospital, it's worrying because like any other area of A and E, it's worrying because we haven't identified Yeah. That they should be in recess because it's life threatening. Yeah, so that would be very bad on our part. Yeah. Like, 
theoretically like, you should never like pass someone away someone passing away on an orthopedic ward yeah like unless it rarely happens yeah unless you're palliated yeah um, and sometimes we do palliate people sadly in A&E and they end up passing in A&E because of waits for beds at the moment luckily we're not in that position but yeah if you're going to pass away anywhere in an A&E department it should really be in recess and unless it's planned and they've moved you elsewhere to wait for a bed um so i do feel like if the fact that i hear it mostly in recess cubicles i hear people going hello and stuff like that maybe i should actually think about that a bit more but then i do a lot of night shifts so yeah who's to say it isn't just me being tired yeah Yeah. maybe maybe it's people in my ears and you know what like they're not a threat they're just sadly had a really awful time and have passed away um and they're saying hi now i'm gonna be a bit terrified at work (laughs) well hopefully it's just someone saying like thank you for looking after them yeah i have also just realized that when i'm thinking about it i only hear it in the two trauma cubicles oh god you're gonna be like sat on this all night now aren't you yeah like i tend to hear it in um resource six or resource one and there are main like if we've got trauma coming in we put them in recess one and if not six, so ooh, um <laughs> just stop yeah. working in there. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, I didn't mean to completely go on a tangent about how I might be haunted. But <laughs> Well not you, just those Just yeah, work. Those cubicles. I mean it's kinda of sad and sweet at the same time. Yeah. Um but yeah, definitely definitely a bit of a creepy house. Yeah, hundred percent. Why haven't they got a cleanse- cleanser in? Have they? Can't remember. I don't think so. Well, not to my knowledge. Not that Jules has said, but fair. Who knows? We could Who definitely knows? do a ghost investigation there if they're up for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a friend who does ghost investigations. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I thought we were going to do one with her at some point. Yeah. Again, Patreon, Patreon, Patreon things, guys. Get on Patreon, guys. Well, not yet. It's well, you can do, but we'll let you know when it's yeah. all fully live. Um, we're, okay. we're getting there. We're getting there. But no, thank you, Jules, for another story. And um, yeah. thank you, Jess. I'm really sorry I made you overrun. You. That's yeah. okay. <laughs> um, to be fair, we're meeting our friend who's always late. He's He said he'll be there at seven and he's probably not there yet. For yeah. reference, it's 25 past seven. Fair. Um, well thank you for the spooky stories Indigo and Jules again very much appreciated Um, as always we're always looking for more spooky stories and scary stories and also we're always looking for like UFO yeah just anything really anything Um, so yeah thank you Uh, again as we've been saying throughout this episode we're currently working on Patreon things Um, we're still sort of like tweaking what's going to be on there so we'll give you a proper update of what episodes mm. are going to be like and schedules as and when I and when it goes live can imagine as well it's going to be very much a learn as we go so do please bear with us as soon as we do start yeah. releasing stuff because it is subject to change and also well, if there's something you really like let us know us. if there's something you don't like tell let us, us know we yeah we'll go with what like i mean you're the ones hopefully paying, paying for the content yeah. we want to give you what you want to listen to and watch so at the moment we're sort of you know we're aware that you guys will be paying for a service therefore you know there's we always need to make sure you've got content so that's what we're trying to do at the moment make sure we've got enough content for you guys mm-hmm. that we're a little bit ahead so that you're always getting exactly what you pay for um 
So keep your eyes peeled on that. Keep your eyes peeled, your ears peeled. Keep everything peeled. Just peel yourself. Your nose peeled. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, yeah, your long you ankles know. peeled. Yeah, long ankles peeled. <laughs> uh, mouth gaping open. <laughs> um, and other than that, guys, <laughs> you know what to do. Stay spooky. Hey guys, if you have a ghost story or a case suggestion, please email us truecrimecovinpod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at truecrimecovin or on Instagram and Facebook where we are at truecrimecovinpod. Also, it would mean the absolute world to us if you could rate us wherever you're listening to this right now, be it Spotify, Apple Music, or if you're on YouTube, give us a little thumbs up, click that bell, get notifications every time we post. Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts from. Make these two witches smile. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, witches. Sorry, Simon.